Hey, Peter. Hey. We are slashing all the chords today. Every chord must be slashed. Wait, are we slashing prices? Are we slashing tires? Just chords, buddy. Just chords? Just slash chords. I want to learn about this. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Jazz. Explained. Oh, it's explained. <laughs> you saved me. <laughs> Full disclosure, Adam Mattis just don't, saved me. Don't show him how the sausage is made. We haven't, you know what, we haven't made sausage in a while. <laughs> We're trying to avoid a sausage festival <laughs> here, in God, fact. <laughs> we haven't made the sausage in a while, and it's hard to do I, jazz, for right? some reason, I love... Do I love Jazz Explained? I think I do love it. I came up with it, right? I think it's a really good tagline. I totally forgot it just now, it's though. It's been by far our most <laughs> discussed in-podcast tagline. We keep talking about it. Every right. time you say it. It we, totally slipped my mind, though. You saved me just now. Every time we do it, we talk a little bit about it. I'm oh, we do. Sure. I thought you meant our, our beautiful Oh, no fan. one else cares. No one else cares, Peter. <laughs> Not a single just soul. Just like, get to, get, get to the information. Yeah. Get to the show. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, well let's get to the show. Shall it's we... my podcast, and I'll do what I want to. Oh, a little oh. Peter singing is yeah. popular, though. The people do talk about that. Yeah. Um, oh, don't we have a... You're not stupid. No. <laughs> Caleb put something. Was that for me? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so we do have a, a speak pipe today. You know what I was thinking, man? Yes. We've got, we're backed up on the speak pipes. A lot of people have been leaving us a voice message. You can go Which to Which is awesome. It's awesome. We love it. Yeah. Um, you can go to you'llhearit.com and leave us a voice message. So I'm thinking, man, maybe the next few episodes, we just knock out these speak pipes, get to these voice messages. Well, man, you just gave away the, the uh, there's no drama in that. Now we got to go back and take that well, out. We're not going to tell them what the questions are. Okay. Yeah. Stick around for some great, <laughs> stick around for some great listener questions. Great listener questions. Even better answers. You know, uh, so we've got a great question from Shlomo today, but before we get to Shlomo's question, Peter, it's a momentous occasion. This is. This is episode number one of... Oh, we, let's, start, let's start a new season with this episode. Yeah, they're arbitrary anyway. Okay, yeah. Sure. This is episode number one in our new space, in the new pod room. Front. Pod front. Pod what, front. That's the, that's the name, the pod front. Because well, it's a that's storefront. been established. We are in a storefront. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of a covered up hovel at this point, like we're scared of the front because the front part is still covered because we're still a work in progress. We actually just came in today for the first time. The first time that we were in, that we've been in our new studio, we have a beautiful main studio space where you'll be recording your lessons. We'll be recording courses in there. We've got a beautiful control room. We've got a beautiful studio B, which I'm excited about. We're yeah. going to do some stuff in there. And then we've got our, our pod front here. Pod which, front. I love how we just established that name. Maybe we talked about it before. I think we I talked. To, I think this was producer Caleb's idea, the pod front, because it's a storefront. Yeah. Like we are on Washington Avenue here in St. Louis. We've got yep. floor to ceiling, 12 foot high windows yes. out front. We've, of course, covered them completely up because we are terrified of the sun. Mostly. <laughs> and the city. And the city. <laughs> no, we're not. We no, love the city. Wait, can we throw out our, our address? Or is that going to attract some crazy listeners? Oh, it's a beautiful address. Okay. Because, I mean, does the Today Show have a problem with this as they're filming no. in Rockefeller Center? No. Nobody so, knows when we well, do Well, they have security, thing. don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're at 3333 Washington oh, it's in the heart of Midtown St. Louis. That's right. But blocks away from the Scott Joplin home where he composed many of his most beautiful rags. That's right. We're just down the street from the historic uh, Gaslight Square, yep. some of the greatest jazz clubs. And so we're really just excited and privileged to be here. It's an honor to be with you here, Adam, in our next location. Likewise. You know, turning the page into the next chapter of the You'll Hear podcast. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. If you would ask me, uh, we'd be in a beautiful 
spacious podcasting uh, storefront windows on on the 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 Washington Avenue. Uh, you know, three how long ago was it? Thirty years ago when we started this? Thirty? Thirty years ago? <laughs> That's what it feels like. Uh, yeah, I, I was. I would have called you crazy, and I did. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're yeah. It's an well, honor. Yeah, man. the humble beginnings of this were. You remember that time? It was only what, like three years ago. I yeah. we came in to to work together at the old studio, and I said, you know, what? we're going to start a podcast. You said, well, that's cool. I love podcasts. Yeah. What do you have in mind? I was like, I don't know the name of it, but we're going to start. We're going to record our first episode today, and we're going to do it every day. We're going to do it every day, which yeah. we did for a long time. For a long time, we did yeah. seven days a week for the first six months. That's right. Yeah, that was crazy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Peter, we've got a great listener question. One of our uh, many amazing listeners here on the You'll Hear Podcast. This is Shlomo, and he's got a question about slash chords. Yes. Hi, Peter and Adam. This is Shlomo, uh, bass player from upstate New York again. Um, I was listening to uh, Adam's course uh, regarding the sixth chord, the diminished sixth chord and Barry Harris and all that. I figured I'll ask if you guys would uh, perhaps... Uh, be able to take us on a little spin uh, on slash chords, also known as uh, inversions. Um, when you're listening to more like uh, advanced modern music, like fusion, jazz fusion, Alan Holtzworth and, and uh, those guys, and you hear them doing all kinds of crazy inversions that is not even in the bebop or any type of... Uh, old school jazz vocabulary anymore but it makes us really curious to know what they're doing if uh, perhaps you guys can elaborate on that and give us a little bit more insights of what uh, this whole uh, I'm not going to call it uh, you know Herbie Hancock says it's a craft but it's a craft that still comes from the deep desire of knowing the unknown and figuring out and digging deeper. So, uh, yeah, can't wait to hear. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Lomo. Okay. So, uh, we've got our, we've got our orders here, Peter slash chords inversions at one point, he yep. said, which Alan are, I Holdsworth think, analysis. Uh, yeah. Alan Holdsworth. <laughs> that's Herbie a, Hancock. that's a whole, and her, yeah, that's a big, it's a big ask, Lomo, <laughs> but we'll do our best here. And Barry Harris. Uh, and Barry Harris. So you know what? This is really interesting, man. So I was just doing some orchestral arranging a couple weeks ago, first time in a while, and so I wanted to brush up on some of my, some of my uh, uh, orchestration chops. Because, mm. you know, it's like uh, when you're working with a larger ensemble, like I want the chords to ring true. I want them to sound good. So yeah. I always go to the uh, Principles of Orchestration by Rimsky-Korsakoff. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it. <laughs> it's classic. He's got a slash name. He's got a slash. <laughs> Dash Rimsky <name>. slash Korsakoff. <laughs> right. The original slash chord. Um, but gentleman. I was reminded of a, of a rule that I've known for a while. And this, this made me think of this slow-mo. And this may be a place to start when you think about this kind of stuff. Uh, but this is really for more inversions. Um, and I love this rule. On dominant chords, if you're using an inversion in the bass, you do not put that note, that's the bass note, anywhere else in the chord. So if you have a G7 over B, you have your B in the cellos and the contrabass. Yep. Put a little octave down there. Yep. Every other part well, you of, just violated it. You already put it in another place. Well, no, the cello <laughs> and the contrabass. That doesn't count. That doesn't okay. count. That's gotcha. just the, the full stops. But everywhere else in the chord has no B in it at all. This works on any note. So if you were to do G7 over, over D... Every other note of the chord that's not the root 
which yeah. is in this case D. Every other part of the G7 has no D in it. So you're not doubling that bass note. Also right. works, by the way, on major chords, especially on the third, to not double the third mm. of, a, of a like a C over an E. That's great. You know, so like, Shlomo, that's like a, a very basic principle that will actually, it seems very simple, but if you consider that so many of your inversions can be used on dominant chords and major chords, keeping that rule of whatever the slash bass note is, right, whatever the inversion is, if it's the third or the fifth or the seventh even, uh, to not double that note at all in the upper structure of the chord. That's fantastic. And I, and I think that, you know, when we think about voicings uh, at the piano, it would behoove us to, you know, heed some of these. I mean, th- this is in a specific orchestral situation. Sorry. Horse behoove us? <laughs> You've been behooven. <laughs> Beethoven. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, in other words, this applies to orchestration, and we can hear it and play with those concepts in a very interesting way when we're writing for orchestra in that we have different instruments and like how they're combined, but it's sort of an overall concept as, as far as not doubling. Um, but I would say when we're playing voices on the piano, the more orchestrally we're thinking, yeah. uh, the better. So it would also apply there. It sounds well. great on the piano like that. Yeah. You know, it definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not, you're not using, basically if you double this, if you do G7 over B and you put a bunch of Bs. Oh yeah. You know, it's just too happy. It's an amateur hour. What, what are we doing here? It's it's just two thirty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah, right. Doesn't, doesn't work. And so, okay, so this brings up a good point here. So we're let's move on to this is a type of slash chord that is a good starting point, I think, for us to think about. Very basic. Bonus. Very basic. It's almost like what you're talking about at the bottom, like with your cello and bass. Is not the root; it's the bass note. Exactly. Not that for the instrument, but the bass. The note. root is G. The bass note is B. Exactly. Yeah. So that's our first kind of slash. Well, should we call it a classical slash? We should just call it an inversion. An inversion. Yeah. Inversion. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the one that maybe we're talking about more: Herbie Hancock, Alan Holdsworth, or yeah. Adam Holdsworth, um, was is more of like there's a certain harmonic um, sonority mm-hmm. and stability and and kind of you know. Dominance given to both equally, perhaps like a like an E flat over E. An Is e that flat. a slash chord? E flat major over E. So an E flat major triad. Yes. Over just an E, e root e, or an E. No, e over an E triad. Over an E. Am triad? I slash? Am I doing too much slashing? That's a that's very advanced slash. That's slashy, right? Yeah. So I yeah I wouldn't even know. I mean, it's definitely doable. That's the, that to me is the most advanced slashing when you're taking two completely different chords and putting right. them, stacking them on top, on top of each other. But that is very uh, Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Alan Holt. And I was fish. thinking, is that maybe kind of the bridge between the classical? Because this is something that's very Stravinsky too. You're getting a lot of those yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, even yeah. different uh, inversions, you know, uh, E flat and G, uh, G first inversion. Yeah. Um, I think it might be a good way, especially for some of our more classical players to think about this. Or... Is it like the Stevie Wonder thing of a two chord? Yeah. Of a so here's like an F sharp over E, a uh, F sharp over D sharp, yeah, an yeah. F triad over A, right? So this, well, this is a great bridge to the next type where it's really just a bass note that's different than the harmonic right. content. Of what's happening above it, right? Like you, I always for years thought this was just A flat seven 
13 sharp uh, flat nine. Right. Right? But, but it it's is, not. But when you, I mean, it is. No, but, but it sounds as a, as, as a triad. But it's literally an F major triad over A flat. There's no right. seventh in it, which is big. It yeah, gives it a sure. glassier sound. And even when we're thinking about improvising, that can really inform where Absolutely. we take it, as opposed to like, if it's an A flat, flat 13, flat nine, whereas if it's an F, oh, I'm sorry, regular 13, actually, for that. Yeah. Um, but it, but it would be the same thing if it was like an A minor over A flat. Like think about the difference if you see uh, if you think about the difference if you saw a C major nine mm-hmm. or a G over C. Right, right. It's just like that's giving me this impression of a the, the slash chord of G over C. It doesn't to me mean like right at all. It right. means a, a glassier, simpler sound almost. Classier or glassier? Both. Both. Well, that brings us to maybe a good point where we should segue quickly before I talk about my next one, which I'm interested in. Well, hold on. Before you do, Peter. Okay, sorry. We'll be right back. Okay, what were you saying? (laughs) Okay, so the next one, and this is actually kind of good that we're not necessarily going in. We're we're throwing out different ideas. Slash chords are such a misunderstood and kind of vague potential territory because we're applying a term to a number of different scenarios. So these are all just sort of ones that we think about and that we use at different times. But the next one I'm going to throw out there, is this something that would interest you? Because it kind of relates to what you were just doing. Would that be something you might be interested in? Yes. Okay. So this is a C over D. Yeah. Right? Any kind of the inversions. But this really relates to, I think, something that's closely related, which is a sus chord, like a nine sus chord. Totally. Like a D nine sus four. Right. But, it, but it's Peter's got a, the new pod. The, the, the new pod, pod front is a little dusty here. But this is a great some of point. our voicings are dusty. So so someone might write this C over D. Someone might write it even D seven or D nine or D eleven sus. Yeah. But if you really want this sound, you yeah. would write C over D exactly, and that you're going to get this clean triad over a root sound. Right. Because you can, and what's cool about that is you can go whether or not you write all this in or whatever can be more of a decision as you go. It doesn't have to be notated, but places this can go and like where we can pro- progress to C over D and then maybe, you know, a, C, a minor nine over or C D, major seven over or D, C major yeah, seven yeah. or C major nine. Yeah. You know, they, there's a lot of little subtleties and, what about this? The difference between I think like that. My main voice has a lot of those. Absolutely. What's the? Do you remember the too you high one? Isn't one. the too high one a bunch of different slash chords and the? Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, those are actually yeah. Well, they're just triads. So it's not like slash second inversion triads. Yeah, yeah. Um. Although, no, the next part is too high, too high. So these are. Uh, the way I think I did it on the chart was like A flat, thirteen, um, so like, right over E, yeah, and then down a whole step to G flat thirteen over E, to E, to D, yeah, to C C thirteen. I mean, you could also think about it as like minor nines, but I just don't hear it that way. So it'd be like E flat minor nine over E. Yeah. But I hear more as an A flat 13. Over Interesting. E. Yeah. But those are definitely slash chords over like a pedal point or an ostinato, as ostinato. they might si- say in the Piemonte region. A of couple of more that, that I feel like you could think about as slash chords as opposed to just a seventh or ninth chord. The first one that comes to mind is instead of, you can use instead of C diminished seven, you can use B over C. 
right? Mm. And it still gives you a diminished sound. Yep. You know, that's great. Especially like if you do this first inversion. Yeah. You know, if you have the the melody is B maybe, you know. Yeah. You know, so that great, is something you see often. There. Another thing is instead of like um, C major seven sharp five, E over C is another one you see quite often. Right. You know. Yeah. And also a great way. And then, you know, Shlomo, oh, can you- I just point out one thing? This might help some people. That example you just said, E over C. As opposed to thinking about it as a C major 7 sharp 5. Yeah. The, the way this can come in handy is places that you're going to go next. Right. So it might be like E over C and then to, to A minor 11. Oh, yeah. You know, because then that E is like a... Um, it's even though it's not in the root, totally. it's the harmonic root. It's the harmonic foundation, so it's a five to one. Movement. Absolutely true. And that could even go to like, you know, A minor over F. I mean, it's really F major, thir- you know, thirteen sharp eleven. Yeah. But like th- those ways of thinking a little bit independently, which gets you into some almost like counterpoint, maybe with your left hand, wh- whereas the bottom note of the slash chord is going somewhere just like the harmonic, you know, it's like they're almost moving independently, but together, that can be a fun way to look at it. Well, and then, so the, maybe the sort of final way we could talk about is sort the of penultimate? the penultimate, the, the ultimate. Oh, the ultimate. The Alan Holdsworth, Herbie Hancock way is Barry using, Harris. no, not Barry Harris. Definitely. <laughs> That's where the question started. Um, but is using the slash chord as, especially this idea of a triad or major seven or seventh chord over a root note, as a way to create a lot of tension. So I'm thinking of something like D over D flat, you know, mm-hmm. or, or even something, something like, you know, B major seven or B major nine over B flat. Mm-hmm. You know, you see this sound quite a bit, yeah. you know, that's great. Like really, really tense sounds yeah. where you're. And a lot of times, that's when we're moving away from just a triad. We're we're actually having maybe even some alterations, some major sevens, some totally. nines, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like like yeah, C, you know, C uh, sharp nine uh, flat thirteen uh, over B. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like you get this really crunchy thing, yep. and it's you know the melody is this, and the root is that. It's a major yep. third, but this chord in the middle you get this crunch spicy yeah it's crazy that's great yeah well there you go thank you shlomo for the great question if you have a question go to youllhearit.com and leave us a speak pipe anything else peter no we're you know we are sponsored by open studio True. um we are in the home of open studio go to openstudiojazz.com to learn about all of our offerings if you want to go next level go to openstudiojazz.com slash pro but you're not ready for that <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't go do there. <laughs> All right, until next time. You'll hear it. <laughs>